You are exactly where you need to be in this moment in time. Trust in your timing. Trust in your intuition. Trust that you are making the best decisions for your creative life right now. Welcome to the Genius Women Podcast. I'm your host, Yulia Denisiu, an award-winning travel photographer and writer with work in some incredible publications like National Geographic, Farm Magazine, and more. And this year, you'll see my name in places like Condé Nast Traveler. I'm on a mission to help other women who want to grow their travel storytelling careers go after their dreams while feeling supported, worthy, and bold. If you're ready to ditch your fear and doubt to the side, step into your brilliance and take action on your dreams, you're in the right place. Let's go. Can you believe that in a month, we're going to be celebrating a one-year anniversary of our Genius Women podcast? What an amazing journey this has been. This project has connected me with so many incredible women creators, and it keeps teaching me new lessons about our creative paths, about resilience, about self-worth, and about what it means to be in community. As it stands today, at the end of August 2021, when I'm recording this final episode of the season from lovely Barcelona, we're getting close to an important milestone in the podcasting world, 10,000 downloads. I want to thank every single one of you who have been listening to our show and supporting us by sharing our content and by leaving us reviews. Every single one of these things helps us so much. And what an honor and a privilege it's been for me to come and share this space with you. So thank you. What we aimed to do this season is to share with you some of the challenges and also the breakthroughs that women creators go through. We also wanted to map out the ingredients that are necessary for us to keep building the creative vision we want for ourselves. And if you've been listening to our show, you know what some of those ingredients are. It's taking action, committing to the path, not paying too much attention to our fears, and surrounding ourselves with structures of support so that we can keep going. And we did this through sharing the stories of incredible women who also face challenges, who also have doubts and fears, but who also persevere and know how to ask for help when they need it. So in this final episode of the season, I would like to look back and share with you a couple of wonderful moments we had on the podcast and celebrate our amazing guests from season three. In episode 26, Unearthed Women founder Nikki Vargas gave us so many wonderful tips on starting out and thriving on this path. It can be so intimidating to start, but Nikki talked about ways you can make it much less so. Just talking to other people, networking, listening and having conversations like what we're having right now, that really helps because I think that when you're starting out, the people that are at the top of the industry, they feel like gods. They feel like they're so far away and out of reach and that their careers are so enviable that it just feels like to draw a line from point A to point B, from where you are to where they are, it feels daunting and it feels impossible. And that's really disheartening. But what I find is when you have these kind of conversations, like the ones we're having now, you realize that one, these are just regular people. These are regular women that a lot of them started out exactly where you're starting out, or maybe even with less. I think it's easy to look at these people and think, 
oh, you know, they got to where they got because they have connections or they have money or they were in the right place at the right time. And, you know, that is true for a lot of people. That is very true. But there are also a lot of people that that's not the case. There are people that, you know, people I've been approached about Unearth Women and I've had people assume that I have a trust fund and that I, I must have started Unearth Women because I have a trust fund and I thought, what the hell, I'm going to use it. And um, when they find out that I started Unearth Women while unemployed with no savings, they're like, oh, that is different. You know, so it's sort of like, when you talk to people and you hear their origin story and you hear about where they got to where they are, I think sometimes it makes it feel more accessible. And if it feels more accessible, then it feels like you can do it too. And that's really kind of the takeaway from every one of these conversations, from every woman's travel conference that I've both attended and spoken at. The takeaway is always this. If I can do this, you can do it. That's just what it comes down to. There's nothing that separates the people who are listening to this and me. You know, I don't come from money. I'm an immigrant from Colombia. I didn't go to an Ivy League school. I went to Indiana University. I didn't do some impressive internships at Vogue or anything. I didn't even climb the ladder of editorial the way that other people do. I stumbled around New York going from job to job, balancing freelance writing while waitressing tables until I got into advertising. What I did was I just hustled and I networked and I talked to people that had careers that I wanted. And I talked to people that would take the time to to mentor me and help me. And that is what it took. And so, yeah, for the people listening to this podcast, you know, there's never going to be a invitation to start and there's never going to be a clear cut path to walk. You just kind of do it. And if you feel scared to do it, talk to other women who've done it already. And you'll see that there was nothing special about them. It just was drive. That's all it was. It was drive and passion. In episode 28, travel and wildlife photographer Marion Pyre talked about how it's never too late to change course and start something new. Me personally, it took a while. I was well into my 30s until I, I you know, finally quit my job and chose the path that I'm on now. So it's never too late. That's the main takeaway, right? It's never too late. You can be in your 30s and you can change careers. And my mom did that in her 40s in a different time period as well. So it's never too late. And fortunately, these days, I think there's a lot more role models that are also kind of attainable and are more close to us and that we can, you know, see ourselves in. Back in when we were children, right, our role models were maybe some pop stars, some, I don't know, singers. But now there's a lot more people who are more on, on eye level with us that we can look up to or look to without up. I met an incredible woman in, in Kenya, I just have to tell you real quickly, because she's like in her late 40s and she works for one of the lodges that we stayed at. And she she's based in the Netherlands, but because of COVID, she was like, okay, no, I'm just going to work remotely from Kenya. I'm just going to that lodge. I'll work from there. And she you know just packed a couple of her belongings and went there, not knowing when she will be able to go back. Of course, like that's a situation of privilege that you can do that as well. Also, you know, no family ties, no children that she has to look after but yeah she creates her her own destiny and you know and that's 10 years from us now so (laughs) it's looking promising in episode 32 travel photographer alex reynolds talked about the importance of building your circles of support 
I think that now is a spectacular time to be a woman embracing whatever it is that drives you and gets you up in the morning and just makes you smile. Now more than ever before, there's more women in the workplace, more women doing all kinds of things from like running their own kitchens as chefs to traveling the world like we do or writing their own books or lectures, whatever. There's more women now than ever before in the workplace and there's more awareness about the need for more women and more diversity beyond gender. And just this, as polarized as the world can be sometimes now, this is one of the best times to be a woman going out into the world and pursuing her dream, conventional or not. And so it's really exciting to be alive in this time and just know that no matter how crazy my ideas are, it's easier than ever to find women who can agree with it and who will support you and who would be interested maybe in coming along. And so just having access to all of these resources now and differing viewpoints and just support networks that are blossoming up for women in the workplace is super freaking cool. So yeah, I think this is a great time. In short, in summary, this is a cool time. I am leaning into it and doing my thing and I feel supported. And I hope that everyone listening to this also finds the circles that support them because your ideas are probably really freaking cool and you should share them with the world. Hey friends, I'm interrupting myself here for a quick second to let you know that I've created a brand new resource just for you. If you're enjoying listening to this podcast and want to start pitching your travel stories, go to geniuswomen.com slash pitch to get access to my private pop-up podcast of three short episodes that reveal the secrets of successful pitching. That's geniuswomen.com slash P-I-T-C-H. Okay, back to this episode. In episode 36, travel photographer and writer, TED speaker and author, Lola Akinmade Ackerstrom talked about not letting anyone, including yourself, put you into boxes. Well, for me, it was by asking why not. And that was the whole point of the TEDx talk. And when I ask the question, it can be verbal or it can just even be through my actions, right? So for the people that kept putting me in boxes or try at their preconceived notions, I ask them, why not? So if they say, oh, why are you doing this? Then I ask, why not? And then it forces them to kind of explain why they think I shouldn't do it. And then if the reason is not good enough, I, then I keep asking, but why not? Until I expose their own prejudice mm. to them. Because most people don't think they are prejudiced mm. until it's exposed to them, right? Because mm. they have preconceived notions. And then why not is... Also, when you ask yourself, why am I not allowed in this space? Who says I'm not allowed to this, into this space? This is my space as well. I worked hard for it, right? So gratefully, I haven't kind of over the years, I never really let people put me in boxes or define me, you know, and that I think has been a, very frustrating for a lot of people in the travel industry as well, because they don't know how to define me or they want to just put a label or they expect me to do things that I don't do or I do things that they don't expect me to do. So because they have their preconceived notions of what I as a black African woman I'm supposed to be doing or what I'm supposed to be writing about or what I'm supposed to be interested about, right? So in the TEDx talk, I yeah. said, just leave your own truth. Just show up fully as yourself and leave beyond other people's expectations of you because that's what actually makes you. The irony is that it makes you impossible to ignore. 
because you're just doing your own thing on the side outside of the expectations, you know. So just asking why not, challenging in that way, both either verbally or even through your actions, just doing what really makes your heart sing, you know. Then nobody can, people will try to force stuff you into a box, but they can't. In the long run, they can't. And finally, in our panel episode with our circle members, Ashley Brooks and Sam Flanagan, we talked about the transformations they went through after surrounding themselves with other women on the creative path. For me, it's just being able to call myself a writer. Because mm. with me, like, I have things that are published. I See, I even, like, stumble over that word now because I'm like, is it really published if it's for a brand or if it's for this brand? You know, like, I write... I get money to write things, but it's not like, I guess the difference for me is like, I'm transitioning into telling stories that I want to tell and writing um, different, maybe more creative, longer pieces. But like, I still kind of like I came into the circle being like, well, I'm not a writer. I'm not a real writer. And I think what's good with the circle is, you know, especially just having community of people at all different levels. And you just realize like, okay, no, we're all writers. We're all creatives. Up until this point, like, you know, my family even kind of joked me a little bit when I started this, they were like, oh, I don't know. You're not really a joiner. Are you sure you're going to do this? You know, I'm kind of more of that. I mean, I have this small studio. I work by myself. I'm, I tend to do things alone. And I, this has just been so eye-opening, the benefit of letting other people in and also being there for other people. Like that's kind of been a little bit of a surprising reward in that, you know, it feeds you to keep going when you are firing away a message that somebody else just had, you know, one of our members just was in Time Magazine and we were all just freaking Yay. out for her. And, you know, and those things of like, I guess just that whole aspect of being part of a group kind of, I was trepidatious about it. And it's just been so surprising in a great way of how good it's been for me and how much I enjoy it. We also talked about the really important first steps you can take on this path. Find a group, find a class, find a, a leader, someone that is, you know, just a way to surround yourself with other people. And then I think that it's an open door versus a closed door, right? You're like, okay, I can get there too. I'm going to do the same things. And so that would be, that's been the biggest change for me is just surrounding myself with people and then taking the small steps. You have to do it. I think the first step is that you have to get out of your own way, which is easier said than done. But it goes back to what you were saying before, Yulia, about perspective. So that's going to look different for everyone. But I think you need to sit down and think, like, how can I introduce that other perspective into my life? Whether that's, you know, what Ashley just said, like joining a club or a class, finding some sort of resource online. Like for me, Clubhouse was really valuable, but that might not work for everyone. Um, or working with a coach or working with, you know, it's just a really close friend that you trust, that you're yeah. just honest with, like someone yeah. that you know that's done it before. I think the very first baby step is you need to get out of your own way and you need to get that perspective from someone else. And then from there, you can figure out like, what do you need to kind of take those incremental steps to get in that place where you feel, you know, secure and comfortable enough and inspired enough to just get started and just do it. So as we wrap up this season, here's what I want you to think about. What boxes have you been putting yourself in? In what areas of your life are you thinking that it's too late, that it's not for you, that you're not good enough? And how would your creative vision look like if you expanded the definition of what's possible for you? 
What small step can you take today, this week, this month to start building those structures of support we talked about so much in the season? Who can you reach out to? How can you boost your belief in yourself? And what can you do right now to help you take action on what you want? And finally, I want you to take a moment to thank yourself for going this far. You are listening to this podcast. You are surrounding yourself with moments of inspiration. You are well underway already. You are exactly where you need to be in this moment in time. Trust in your timing. Trust in your intuition. Trust that you are making the best decisions for your creative life right now. This trust is a crucial component of building our creative visions. I hope you have a wonderful time the rest of the summer. We're going to be taking a little break and I look forward to welcoming you back here for season four in a few weeks. But that won't mean we're going dark. Stay tuned because all throughout the month of September, we will be issuing out short bonus episodes to keep you inspired as we move into the fall. And this time, the goodness will be doubled. Our bonus episodes will be coming out every Monday and Wednesday all throughout the month of September. Then we will be back to our regular weekly schedule with new episodes every Wednesday when season four returns in October. These September bonus episodes are based on the discussions and the work we do in The Circle. The Circle is our membership for women and their supporters who want to get their travel stories published. We have weekly check-ins, monthly idea brainstorm sessions, curated opportunities to pursue in the travel media space, pitch reviews where I give you feedback on your pitches, and much, much more. Enrollment in the circle is open right now, and you can join us as a monthly or annual member. And if you've been on the fence about joining us, now is the time. We're going to be closing enrollment on September 1st as we prepare for a one-year anniversary in October. So if you've been thinking about it, now is the time to join. Visit GeniusWomen.com circle to get started. Onwards and upwards, my friends. Thanks again for listening to our show today. I hope you had just as much fun as I did revisiting some of our favorite episodes from this season. If you enjoyed listening to this season of the Genius Women podcast, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me and it helps us get discovered by more women on the creative path. Thank you so much and stay tuned for our bonus episodes coming out all throughout September from inside our circle membership.